Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You... So a lot of times with a lot of the stuff, especially with entrepreneurs, we have this vision of, of what we want, but then there's a part of us that doesn't want any of those things. It's afraid of the greater responsibility. It's afraid of the, the bigger audience because then more people might be likely to criticize you. You're actually afraid of making more money because you think that will complicate your life in some way. You're afraid of, you know, you started your business because you wanted more freedom. So there's a part of you that's worried about getting too busy and getting too many clients and too many, you know, requests for things because then all that freedom is going to go away. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial You, the podcast for passionate and dedicated entrepreneurs seeking inspiration. I'm your host, Henneke Watkins-Porto. Be sure to check out the Entrepreneurial You Facebook group and keep checking hennekawatkinsporter.com for updates that we do from time to time. Leave me a voicemail on the website by just clicking on the tab to the middle right of the screen or you may send me an email at hennekawatkinsporter at gmail.com to let me know how this podcast is helping you. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia a space that fosters a peaceful and productive environment for multifaceted creative expression and Pato Apparel, Jamaican messages making the world smile. Have you registered for the upcoming virtual conference and expo happening September 25 to 28th for small businesses? Visit hennekawatkisporter.com and click on the register for conference tab. John Lee Dumas, JV Crum III, Malcolm MJ Harris, and Chris Miles, just to name a few, are excited to help you move from stock to unstock, allowing you to create profits and achieve success quickly over these four days. I'm happy to welcome the Jamaica Business Development Corporation and Yellow Jamaica as sponsors for this event. Let's hear from J.V. Crum III, founder of Conscious Millionaire, about why you should attend. J.V. Crum III here, ConsciousMillionaire.com. I am so excited to meet you at the Entrepreneurial U Summit. I work with business coaches and consultants who want to get to their first million while making a positive impact. And I have a podcast syndicated radio show, Conscious Millionaire, that's heard by literally 12 million people in 190 countries. It was named by Inc. Magazine, one of the top 13 business podcasts to listen to in 2017. I'm excited for you to be there. We'll be connecting. Look forward to meeting you at the Entrepreneurial You Summit. On the Entrepreneurial You today is a coach who specializes in the law of attraction. She believes there are many misconceptions about this teaching that stunt people's natural manifesting abilities. And she hopes her teachings can clear them up as well as bridge the gap between the theory and reality of manifesting. Without further ado, I'm so happy to welcome to the Entrepreneurial You, Kelly Cooper. Welcome, Kelly. 
Oh, thank you, Henneke, for having me. I'm super excited for our conversation today. I'm sure it's going to be great and uh, lots of great little nuggets for your listeners. Indeed, indeed. You know, nuggets that will peak or perform the performance of our peak performance community. That's what we call our community here, peak performance. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So before we get into it, I'm going to ask you a fun question. I usually start with this. And here goes. If you could have only one favorite food to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Probably, it's funny, the thing that's coming to my mind is not even something I eat a lot, but I just love it so much. It's like a, it's like this broccoli and cheese rice by this company called Noors, and it's like super cheap, super processed food. It's like a dollar, but I don't know. I just, I like it, and I don't know if that's what I'd actually pick, but it was the first thing that, that came to my mind because it's kind of junky, but like satisfying yeah. and cheesy, and yeah, that might be it. Oh, I, I probably would want to say ice cream. When I think about the effects of ice cream, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a, a savory person than sweet. So if I if it had to be one food forever, I would definitely have to go with something more savory. Sweet, I might get tired of after a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So Kelly, give us your social media handle, the one that you are most frequent on. I would say my Facebook, like I do a lot of stuff on Twitter, but I would say as far as like interaction, my Facebook is probably more where I'm more active. So that would be my Facebook page of my blog, which is facebook.com slash life made to order. We're going to be talking about the law of attraction and how we can implement this law within our lives to improve who we are and, and get better each day. So here is where I want to start because a lot of persons have limiting beliefs about themselves you know they don't think they're good enough don't think they're worth anything in fact they may have been told that you know from their childhood days and so that continues to replay in their minds over and again and each time they make a little step those limiting beliefs keep popping back right up and it stops them again and they take another step and it's and the cycle continues how can you overcome your limiting beliefs well, there's a couple of things I would say, and this is a part of the manifesting process that we can really, really overcomplicate and really get kind of tripped up on. And then people have this, um, and I talk to people all the time, clients, people that email me, they're like, I, I try to change my beliefs and I just can't. And it, it turns into this like almost impossible thing. And then people think, well, if my beliefs create my reality and I can't change these crappy beliefs, I'm you know, I'm kind of screwed, I guess, because I can't change them. So I'm going to keep manifesting based on these beliefs. And it really stresses people out. And so the first thing I want to say is it's not as hard as we make it out to be. Because here's the thing, beliefs were just formed by your own mind, right? Like you said, maybe starting from childhood, right? We had certain experiences, people treated us a certain way. We were told told certain things by our school, maybe religious teachings, our parents, community, our culture, you know, all these outside influences, right? So over time, your mind starts making decisions about what's true and what's not true. You start manifesting things that mirror these beliefs back to you, which just solidifies the belief even further. Your mind takes that as evidence that, yes, this belief is true. So the first thing I would say is realize that everything that's happened in your life, whatever meaning you've assigned to it is not any sort of objective fact. Your mind has decided, well, this happened and this is what it means. So if let's say you came from a, unfortunately, you came from a household where maybe you had an abusive parent and he said all these terrible things to you. You're not good enough and this and that you're worth like you're worthless. 
So obviously as a kid, you don't have that kind of insight to reject it. But as you get older, you can realize, okay, at one point my mind decided because this person was saying it to me, it must have been true. But that's not actually true. I'm not worthless. I am good enough. I'm not all these terrible things this person made me think I am. I just decided that was true because of something one person said. And then because I started to believe that, I started manifesting things to mirror that belief back to me. And then my mind decided to keep believing it's true. But I realize now the belief came first. That wasn't valid. I can decide to release the belief and then decide whatever meaning I assign to my life experiences is, is not valid. It's just something my mind made up. It doesn't actually mean anything. It doesn't mean what my mind thinks it means. And what starts to happen is once you make that conscious choice to release the belief, you might not release it immediately and completely, especially if it's something you've believed for a very long time and you've had lots of evidence of the truth of it. But what happens is energetically, like I, I kind of envision it as like a space opening up, a, a, an opening where rejecting that belief allows you to start manifesting evidence that it's not true. And then as your mind starts gathering that evidence, you're not just taking it on theory anymore. You're realizing, oh, okay, well, this thing happened and that thing happened. Oh, maybe this other thing, this better, more positive belief, maybe that is actually true. And as you start getting more of the evidence of the, the other belief being invalid, and it might be little things. It might not always be big, exciting manifestations, but it might be just something little. Like, for example, if you feel like you're not worth, you're not good at what you do, you might find someone that comes up to you and compliments you on that thing. Like, yeah, you're really good at that. And you're like, wow, maybe this thing I believe isn't true. So it always starts with just that willingness to release it. And then as you have that willingness, you'll start manifesting evidence that helps you release it even further. And it's actually, that's not actually so hard. You don't, there's nothing specific you can do to make yourself stop believing something. You can engage in tools and techniques, maybe an affirmation or something else that helps you overcome the belief. But really all it comes down to is that, is that choice to believe, to stop believing it. And to our mind, that sounds too simple, but that's actually really where you start. And that's really the only thing you kind of really need to do. You said something about about the willingness to release it. That's what is important because I've read somewhere that it says it takes for every for every negative comment we would have heard over time, it takes 17 positive to overwrite that one negative. So there must be a willingness to release it. And how? what are some of the ways that we can ensure that we release these negative thoughts that we, we, we keep in our minds? Well, I think um, one of the most important things is when you're trying to change really deeply ingrained thought patterns and emotional patterns and all that sort of, and our habitual reactions to things, I think you have to have some sort of consistency in engaging your inner world. Now, that doesn't mean spending, you know, hours and hours a day devoted to your personal growth and like every free second, you know, examining what's happening inside your head, but you have to, you want to develop some kind of consistency and how you do that in your own life, I think is a very personal Thing. You know, different things work for different people. You might find affirmations are really helpful for you. You might find um, writing out a list of real things that are really good about you every morning and reading it in the mirror when you look at yourself, which might feel super uncomfortable, but then after a while you'll start to... Uh, formulate a different uh, image of yourself. It could be writing out a gratitude list. It, um, so 
find a way to consistently engage your inner world in a way that benefits you. Again, that doesn't mean, you know, you have to, you know, every free moment of your time is devoted to your in personal enrichment and, and growth, but set aside some time each day to do something. Because if you want to break up those habitual patterns, you need to feed your, you need to feed a different energy into your being. And as that becomes more dominant, what happens is the other stuff will just naturally start to fall away without you necessarily deeply examining and dissecting all of your beliefs you have now. Sometimes you might need to look more closely at them if you know they're really strong or you feel like you're really struggling with them. But overall, that, that devotion to kind of bringing positivity into your life in some way every day, uh, deliberately directing your focus in ways that serve you, that naturally edges out those other energies, I think. And the second thing I would say is, you know, devote time to educating yourself about these sorts of topics. Find teachers that resonate with you. Find resources that resonate with you. Again, you don't have to spend hours and hours a day, you know, reading blogs and books and, and you know, videos or whatever, listening to podcasts. But, you know, find one or two teachers that you like right now. You know, think about one or two subjects that you think would really help you and kind of dive into it. Because, again, to overcome that conditioning, you kind of need that repetition of the information. So those are the things I would say that would probably be, be most helpful for people. We know that you are the law of attraction expert, and we want you to take us through what really is the law of attraction. Well, the first thing I would say is, you know, like you said in the bio, um, I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about the teaching that either cause people to just dismiss it immediately. They're like, oh, that's stupid. Or they kind of buy into it, but then the misconceptions kind of lead them astray in their own kind of journey of energetic transformation. And they get super frustrated and then they give up thinking, well, the law of attraction doesn't work. Or what happens is, right, if you're in a point in your life now where you're not happy with your life, but you think you can't do anything about it, you don't feel great, but there's a kind of resignation there that you can kind of live with. And you're like, yeah, I guess my life will just kind of stink and whatever. I'll deal with it. But what happens is when you read about the teaching, like the law of attraction, and there's a part of you that thinks, oh, I might actually be able to get the stuff I want. My life doesn't have to keep sucking. Mm, I like the sound of this. And, you know, you actually start letting yourself want something different. You actually let yourself kind of have that hope that maybe things can change for the better. And what happens is when you're not succeeding in making those changes, that often feels much more painful than, than it felt before when you thought, well, I don't stand a chance anyway, and my life's just going to not be good and whatever, I'll deal with it. Because to think that you let yourself hope and that you're failing at manifesting and you let yourself get excited that you might be able to get something and you're not getting it, it's going to feel very painful and it causes people a lot of anxiety and frustration and sadness and anger and all these feelings that just feel really terribly. So that's why I really like kind of focusing in on that sort of stuff because I want to like help people see like what really is happening and help them understand what's really happening in their energy and how to make these shifts. So for me, I would think I would say the first thing is like one of the biggest misconceptions in my opinion is the law of attraction is not a tool that you can use to manipulate reality. It's a way of explaining how reality works. Now you have control over your reality in the sense that you can control your energy. You can completely control your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your perspectives. You get to choose what you believe. You get to choose how you feel every day. So in that sense, a, a great deal of control because if you have a certain energy, you'll have no choice but to manifest things that mirror that energy back to you. So that's the true nature of your control. Thinking that you can use the law of attraction to 
manipulate reality to your mind's exact wants and desires exactly as it wants it, exactly when it needs it and wants it to happen. That's not really how it works. In that sense, you don't really have any control because anything outside of you, you can't control whether someone's going to do something or not do something short of maybe holding a gun to their head. You can't make people do stuff. You can't make them give you what you want. You can't make that guy ask you out on a date. You can't make that company hire you for the job. So what I would say for people is want what you want. It's okay. But work on your energy form. That's your true source of control. Don't look at it as a way to manipulate reality and then think, well, I asked the universe for this and I didn't get it. So the law of attraction doesn't work because, you know, again, you can't control reality. You can't control anything external to you at the end of the day. You really can't. You can control your energy, which is awesome. And then you'll get the stuff you want because your energy is going to lend itself to letting you manifest those things, letting them show up. And another thing to keep in mind, too, is a lot of the stuff our mind wants is not always the best representation of what we really want. Your mind is like, you know, really all your mind knows is the relationship with your ex-boyfriend. So your mind is like, no, I want my ex-boyfriend back. That's what I want to manifest. And it's like, okay, but he was not really a good boyfriend. (laughs) But your mind is like, but no, I want him because, right, it's all your mind knows. Your mind is very limited in its thinking. Your mind has a lot of fears. So a lot of times, a lot of the stuff your mind wants to manifest is really kind of a watered down version of what you're actually capable of manifesting. So be open to want what you want. It's fine. But just be open to the idea that maybe that's not the best thing. Maybe there's a better representation because your mind doesn't know infinite possibility. It just knows what's in front of its face. It just knows what's already happened. So it's like, don't let your mind control all of that because your mind is, doesn't have any idea what's actually going on. It has no idea what you're capable of. It doesn't know like all the other possibilities that exist out there. It literally can't know that. So just be open to that and, you know, be willing to, you know, be open to what's going to show up, work on your energy. Don't focus so much on trying to make specific things happen because it's, it's going to be frustrating and painful. And when you do that, you're probably closing yourself off to all other sorts of things that could manifest that you'll probably like a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly, we're going to take a break. This is so much amazing stuff right here. I am listening. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so totally <laughs> inspired. Yes, and blown away too. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, what we're going to be doing, we're going to zone in a little more on energy. And I want you to just take us through, you know, the, the, how, how do we uh, cultivate as it were the right type of energy to attract the things that we want so let's take a break and then we come right back awesome peak performers success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen book is dedicated to providing a space for book coffee and tea lovers creatives educators students and professionals who want ideas innovation and inspiration they have a variety of high quality books a cafe events such as book launches signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs culture and tastes their environment provides for the full literary arts experience allowing for multifaceted creative expressions find them on facebook instagram and twitter at bookophilia welcome back welcome back kelly let's continue talking about energy and how to cultivate that right energy to attract the things that we want yes (laughs) If you're talking about cultivating energy, the first thing I would say is that, right, depending on what you want in life, you're going to have different beliefs and different issues that might vary between areas of your life, right? So for example, business, one of your 
you know, some of the energies that might be problematic are, you know, uh, worrying you're not good enough or smart enough to run a business, having a lot of weird stuff around money, being scared to go out on your own and maybe leave the security of your, your paycheck or whatever, if you're, you know, have a, you're traditionally employed. So I think the first thing I would say is, you know, especially with business, especially because it's linked to money where we have like a lot of fears and that can kind of screw things up a little bit for us is, uh, I would think the, the most core important energy you can work on, and this is especially true with business stuff, because again, it's ties to money, makes us feel all sorts of like icky stuff that can, can kind of stand in the way. Realize that our biggest issue is we, there's a, there's a force, there's an energy out there that kind of runs through everything that like created, I believe this whole universe and the way we live now at least most of us in some cultures are more connected to it, uh, but majority of people probably we're, we become separated from that. And that separation causes us all sorts of anxieties and fears that really aren't real. They seem very real when we observe the world around us, all the poverty and all these different things happening, but they're actually, we've kind of all created it collectively. Realize that if you can heal that separation from energy, God, spirit, infinite, you know, everyone has different terms for it, whatever term you're most comfortable with. If you can heal that separation, you realize that you're plugged into a system that will always provide for you. You won't be wanting for anything. You'll be taken care of money, the clients, whatever else, whatever resources you need to do your business, the people you need to meet, the, the money you need to get for it, the, the opportunities, the, the, the education, whatever it is. If we, when we start healing that separation, anything worldly little you needs, you'll be able to, to, it'll manifest. It will show up for you in some way. Maybe not the way your mind envisions that it might look, or I can tell you right now, whatever your mind is envisioning for your journey, it's going to look a lot different. If you can mm -hmm. make peace with that, like uh, the suffering you will save yourself. If you can just be open to how it unfolds and just know whatever happens, it's always all good and it's going to serve you in some way. So when you heal, so for me, that was such a huge thing, especially with my business and money, because that creates, that blocks us off so much because especially with money and stuff, we're really in like control mode and got to make it happen and trying to force and, and we go against that flow in, in countless ways. And it's just so painful and things are so much harder than they need to be. You work so much harder than you need to work. I always love to say the universe is like the best business partner ever. You couldn't ask for a better partner than the universe. But the, the caveat here is in order to plug into this energy and to plug into that flow and to plug into that support system, you need to believe it works that way. That's our responsibility. I always like to say like, we have to hold up our end of the bargain energetically by believing this is how it works because you can't tap into that system if you don't believe that system exists. You know what I mean? So that's your biggest thing with business and stuff, especially your mindset and, and this idea of, of being plugged into this support system, that's going to be a thousand times more important than any practical action you take for your business. Yeah, you're going to do that. You're going to do create content and learn about social media and network and ma art marketing and advertising and content and blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is part of the process. You're going to be taking these various actions, but nothing is going to serve you better than cultivating this sort of mindset because without that mindset, without believing in that support, you're going to struggle more. You're going to have to work a lot harder than you really need to work. And I'm not talking about you know, you're not doing anything. You have a business. You're going to do stuff. You're going to want to do stuff if you enjoy your business, hopefully. If you're not wanting to do things, you might want to reconsider your line of work. 
So it's not about, you know, just sitting back and, and withdrawing from your own life. But when you're plugged into that system, when you heal that separation and get back into the flow of the universe, again, whatever term you like to use, that's there to support you in every way. Business is going to flow much more easily. Things are going to come to you so much more easily. You're going to manifest all these wonderful opportunities. And you're going to realize that I didn't have to do a thing to make that happen. It all came to me. Again, you're still going to do stuff, but it's, it's a whole different, it's a whole different, you, um, when you kind of plug into that, your relationship with action, especially when it comes to business and money, it completely transforms in a very good way. It almost sounds paradoxical. So you have to do stuff, but then you have to do nothing, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for me, you, this podcast, right? You emailed me. <laughs> I didn't seek you out, right? It's like, I, I have my, my thing on the site. It's very passive and people just come to me and I'm like, sweet, I love this. You know, it's like, this is how I love to do business, right? But then I take actions too that I enjoy. You know, that's another thing too, when you're creating from energy, especially with your business, you really want to do your best to take your actions from an inspired space. Whenever you find yourself taking an action from a space of you're trying to force something to happen, you're trying to manipulate a certain outcome, you're feeling really badly about where things are now, and you're trying to force something to happen through action, you might get somewhere. People do it all the time, but it doesn't have to be that hard and it doesn't have to be that painful. So with your business, work when you're inspired. And you might worry like, well, what if the inspiration doesn't come, but it will, if you trust that it will. So check, check the action, you know, check the motivations behind your actions with your business. Why are you doing what you're doing right now? Is it fun and it feels good? Or are you doing it because some guy told you that's what you're supposed to do, but you actually don't enjoy doing it? Or you're feeling really frustrated and you're trying to force some sort of, uh, you're trying to force a sale or force a client to come through through your sheer hard work and toil. Again, you might get somewhere, but you're not going to enjoy your business if that's how you have to work to get results. So work from inspiration. You know, Kelly, what you said a while ago, that example you gave of my reaching out to you to come on this podcast is such a perfect example. And while you were talking, it was the same example that I was thinking about, you know, even as I'm putting together this podcast, because initially my, my, my format, my system of getting guests was a little more tricky. Right. And then I, I, I read in, I read this article. I was searching online for this article um, on a particular topic. I don't even remember what it was about. And then it linked me. Uh, by reading that article, it links me to that website where I could where I could find all these guests where I didn't have exactly. to do. And I'm like, wow, now I'm inundated with requests. In addition to just, just posting something online, I'm inundated with requests yeah. to get guests. So it's like I no longer, my system has become so much more um, effective. And I just sit and just wait for the guests to come in. And, and you know, no longer am I even having to go out. <laughs> Exactly, because you see how it is, right? You'll yes. post the thing, you'll get the people that are interested, yeah. and then you have the other, the other site where the people post their things, and then you can contact them, exactly. and those people are probably going to say yes. Yes, yeah, like you. So within a day, you could have your guests lined up for the next fifty ep- episodes, and you're like, "Wow, that took like ten minutes," and you're like, "Wow, like awesome! This is much more fun than trying to hunt people down." By it is so much and- more fun, Kelly. Like I can tell you, like my for the for, for my the entire year, I think I have all my guests already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah. And that's the thing too, especially with business too, you know, life is supposed to be easy. It doesn't mean we're not going to have challenges, you know, especially because we have our energy, our limiting beliefs. And that's kind of what I was talking about too earlier. Like not, not, I was talking about, but how you mentioned in my bio about bridging the gap between theory and reality of manifesting, you know, the theory of manifesting 
is it's super easy and like yeah ask for what you want wait for it to come and sweet right but the reality is different because we do have limiting beliefs we do have self-sabotaging behavior we do have perspectives that don't serve us we do have an image of ourselves that might not exactly lend itself to being happy and successful and and you know whatever so it's like yeah we're gonna have challenges we're kind of creating the challenges it's not inherently difficult but yeah so think of it as like so yeah you might have challenges with your business things will frustrate you but by and large keep in mind that it's supposed to be easy it's supposed to be fun and by and large you can make it that way even in those moments where maybe it doesn't feel so easy and fun it's still that can be the smaller part of it not the majority part of it you know especially with business we have a lot of beliefs that really don't serve us that really take us out of that flow you got to work hard you only deserve something if you suffer to get it that's what makes you deserving of money that is a huge thing for entrepreneurs especially um because for a lot of them even if you're working hard, it might not feel like hard work because you're really good at what you do and you love it. And then there's a part of your mind that's like, well, you don't deserve money. You don't deserve money for something that's so easy and fun for you. And that takes you so little time. You got to worry about the competition and do all the, you know what I mean? And it it creates that that mindset is so, you know, is so, you know, against, you know, this other way of being that's so much easier and fun. And it's a process to make that transition because you have a lot of beliefs that are kind of ingrain that you're going to kind of have to work through and, and tease out a little bit. But yeah, just keep it in mind with your business. Yeah, you might work hard sometimes, but if you're really enjoying it, it's not going to feel like hard work and things, you know, you can get a lot doing a lot less. The kind of what I talked about before, when you kind of plug into that flow, your relationship with action completely changes and you can, you really can just do things that feel good to you because that's how it's kind of supposed to be. Cause when, if you're doing something that feels good, that means you're in that flow. You're in that kind of mode of receiving. And like, like I was, like you were saying too, right. You were led to that website that completely transformed how you find your guests in a way that was like so significant. Right. You're like, Oh my God, this, I can't believe this. <laughs> like, this is exactly what I want. Like, I can't believe how easy this is. And like, you'll, you'll manifest that sort of stuff all the time. Conversations, opportunities, a re- like you're, you'll find that you're not alone on the journey. And like I said, the universe is the best business partner there is. Like no one's going to be able to help you more than this magical, mysterious force that will never come close to understanding. And you're like, it, it can change your life and not just business, but it'll, it'll change your life in, in every aspect. Final thoughts, Kelly, on using the law of attraction to become a better business person. The first thing I would say is, um, at least in my personal experience, I find there's a couple of core issues, especially for entrepreneurs that, you know, cause it's a very different way of operating than if you're, you know, you're working for someone else and you have like a regular job. The first thing is explore your money stuff. It's going to be super uncomfortable, but if you're, you probably have it. Maybe you don't. If you were raised in a really good environment, you know, count your blessings on that. You're at a huge advantage, but you know, look at your money stuff, look at your issues of worthiness and deserving. Um, do you feel like you deserve a lot of money that you deserve success? And the third thing I would say too, is, um, make sure you're on the lookout for conflicting energies that, you know, a lot of times with a lot of the stuff, especially with entrepreneurs, we have this vision of, of what we want, but then there's a part of us that doesn't want any of those things. It's afraid of the greater responsibility. It's afraid of the the bigger audience because then more people might be likely to criticize you. You're actually afraid of making more money because you think that will complicate your life in some way. You're afraid of, you know, you started your business because you wanted more freedom. So there's a part of you that's worried about getting too busy and getting too many 
many clients and too many, you know, requests for things because then all that freedom is going to go away. So that's another thing too. look at the money stuff, worthiness, deserving issues, and be on the lookout for those conflicting energies where there's a part of you that doesn't want all the things you're consciously wanting because the sooner you can identify that, the quicker you can kind of nip it in the bud and kind of clear it out and, and get more clarity on, on how you want to run your business and the different issues that might be kind of standing in the way from an energetic perspective. Kelly, you said something twice and I wrote it down because it resonated with me. The universe is the best business partner ever. <laughs> yes, you're not going to find a better one. It could be things that we can't ever do on our own, no matter how hard we try. So Peak Performers, you have been listening to Kelly Cooper, and I'm sure you want to hear more of her. You want to you want to get, you know, some of her material. And I'm sure she has a giveaway for you. So she's going to share that with you at this time. And yes, also um, how to I'll contact you yes, and also how to contact you. Yeah. Um, so the giveaway I'm giving, which I'm sure she'll, uh, Henneke will include in maybe the show notes or the email list or whatever. I did a manifesting money Q and a call a few weeks ago. So I'll be happy to offer you guys a free copy of that recording, uh, money business, right? I'm sure it'll be of interest to probably everyone listening to this. And, um, if you want to learn more about me, you can visit my site at live life made to order.com. I have hundreds of blog posts on there, uh, about 90 something podcasts so far. I do like a very Bush league podcast by myself, just like 10 minutes talking to a computer. It's nothing like fancy like this, but you'll, if you like audio content, I think you'll enjoy it. And, um, also I have a bunch of products for sale on my site and I have a couple that are specific to business on um, law of attraction specifically. So if you kind of like what I was throwing down here, you'll probably like, you might like those classes. You might find them helpful. And yeah, uh, you can email me at Kelly with that's Kelly with an I at live life made to And also too, I have a contact uh, form on my website. So yeah, that's kind of the best place to go to kind of get, learn more about me and, and kind of uh, see all my content that's available. And also I do coaching as well. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Kelly, I cannot say how much I thank you for coming and sharing. You have provided such wealth of knowledge to our guests, our listeners, our peak performers. And so I want to say thank you so much and wishing you all the best. Uh, I Same to you, Hanukkah, and thank you for having me on a guest. I'm always grateful for the opportunity. And it's always great to talk to like-minded people. My, 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 how time flies when we are having fun. Another great show has ended. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today I want to give a very special shout out to one of our very loyal supporters, Kiddist McCoy, who is president of the Good Deeds Foundation, who has been selected as one of the Young Leaders of the Americas Initiative Professional Fellows Program 2017. Kiddist hails from Jamaica. Congratulations, Kiddist. Well deserved. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please give me some love in iTunes. Subscribe, rate and review and download the episodes. Leave a comment on the show notes page on hennikawatkisporter.com as well. I would truly appreciate that. The beauty of doing this podcast is that in addition to speaking with some amazing guests, I also get to become affiliated with some excellent products and services. For example, Host Gator, who hosts my website, they have some great deals going on if you are looking for web solution. If you click on the link on my homepage, you can get to take advantage of these deals as well. Remember to check out our sponsors page, Pato Apparel at patoapparel.com. That's P-A-T-W-A-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Until next time, remember, you were born to win. 
But to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good? 